Middle East Report with James Dorsey on Sabahul Muslim. We are joined on the line by award-winning scholar and journalist, uh, that is James Dorsey, for this week's Middle East Report. Well, it, it's morning here, but uh, uh, good afternoon to you, James. It's actually morning where I am too. I'm in Europe. Oh, okay. I thought uh, that you were in the uh, Philippines. Oh, so good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, right. Uh, let, let's get into this, uh, James. Uh, sure. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken finds a hardened political landscape as he tours the Middle East for a fifth time since the Gaza war erupted. Well, indeed, um, we've seen... Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu essentially reject the Hamas proposals for a ceasefire and a um, prisoner exchange, which were not really that far off from the proposals that Israel itself had made. Um, we've seen Hamas refuse to back down from its uh, uh, demand that the ceasefire be permanent uh, and that the and mean an end to the war even though it uh, produced some uh, playroom by saying that uh, negotiations for a permanent ceasefire could start in the second phase of uh, what would be initially a temporary ceasefire. And then you have the whole issue between the United States and Saudi Arabia with regard to um, the formulation uh, regarding a Palestinian state in a deal that would, would involve the Saudi recognition of Israel. Uh, when Blinken was in Doha, he spoke about a time-bound, credible pathway. Uh, the Saudis responded publicly by saying they would only uh, establish diplomatic relations with Israel when a Palestinian state is recognized. That could mean very many things. With other words, many states have already recognized Palestine as a state, even though Palestine as a state does not exist. So, and the Saudis did not specify whether they mean recognition by the United States or recognition by Israel or recognition by both. So it's a very tricky landscape. And, and predicting more attacks uh, into Israel, you know, Hamas reinforces uh, Israeli intransigence and, and complicate negotiations for a truce and prison exchange. Indeed. So as uh, Israel was about to respond to uh, the Hamas proposals, you had a senior uh, Hamas official say, we can do many of October 7th. Uh, the next one doesn't have to be in the Gaza envelope. It could be all the way in the north in the in the Galilee. Uh, that's not really going to encourage the Israelis to compromise on the ceasefire negotiation. It simply reinforces the trauma just as much as the Israelis are very good at reinforcing Palestinian trauma. But trauma doesn't help you uh, resolve an issue. And uh, a public opinion poll in 16... Uh, Arab countries, including Saudi Arabia, uh, suggest that, le uh, that that leader like Crown uh, Prince Mohammed bin Salman need to tread cautiously 
uh, in their dealings with Israel. Now, the poll concluded that 58% of Saudis uh, viewed Hamas' attack on Israel as legitimate, while 68% opposed recognition of Israel. Indeed. So this was a poll in 16 countries. Overall, 89% of those polled in those 60 countries uh, rejected a recognition of Israel. A vast majority uh, believes that the October 7 attack by Hamas was legitimate. If you drill down, then you saw that uh, up to 92% of Palestinians on the West Bank rejected recognition of Israel and 68% of Saudis. With other words, a majority in public opinion in Saudi Arabia, as well as elsewhere in the Middle East, opposes recognition uh, of Israel. And that makes things certainly in this environment far more difficult for Crown Prince uh, Mohammed bin Salman in trying to get a deal. And Mohammed bin Salman wants a deal before November of this year because the deal involves a legally binding defense commitment by the United States to Saudi Arabia. He can get that from Joe Biden. He will not be able to get that from Donald Trump. And in a signal, um, uh, in a signal that the U.S. may move ahead with elements of uh, a comprehensive Middle East package deal, uh, Lockheed Martin this week subcontracted two Saudi companies to locally produce parts of the United States Terminal High Altitude Area Defense Anti-Ballistic Missile System. This deal makes Saudi Arabia the first country to produce parts of the system. Indeed, uh, this is a very sophisticated anti ballistic missile system that the United States builds. Uh, it has never, parts of it, uh, or the whole missile system is built in the United States. Nothing is built overseas. Um, Lockheed, the manufacturer of the system, has now signed with two Saudi companies to build parts of the system in Saudi Arabia. And that's part of the kind of deal that the Saudis are looking for. And therefore, in many ways, this is, you know, in and of itself significant, but it also is sort of creating a building block for the, the comprehensive package that the Americans are trying to, uh, to negotiate, which involves, uh, uh, as mentioned, a defense agreement, uh, U.S. support for a civilian Saudi nuclear program, unfettered Saudi access to um, U.S. weaponry and, indeed, uh, a Palestinian state. James, always a pleasure. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on Radio Islam International. My, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Have a lovely day. And you. Thank you. Bye. And that was James Dorsey, uh, award-winning scholar and journalist with... Uh, uh, a different perspective, of course, on the Middle East and a senior uh, fellow at uh, the S. Rajaratnam School of International Studies uh, in, uh, at Nanyang Technic- Technological University in Singapore.